0: This is the Pongada Podcast. What's up, y'all welcome to another episode of the pangra podcast and today sid is going to be interviewing the judges from down south pangra 2022 Jugga, sharni and me also thank y'all so much for the love on the blowout video episode uh seemed that y'all really like the video format and i'm gonna do my best to keep making those so for this episode i'm going to post a longer less edited version of this conversation here on this podcast feed Um, But I'm going to upload a shorter highlight version of the episode on YouTube sometime soon after this podcast release So if you haven't already subscribe to us on YouTube and link that will be in the description Also, I'm thinking about doing some live streams where I get on a call with teams and critique their videos So that not only the team I'm critiquing can learn but also everybody else watching can learn from their mistakes as well If you're interested in having your team critique during a live stream, there's a Google form in the description So fill that out to get in line Other than that, let's get into it
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Bungerda podcast. This is Sid and I am your host today for our podcast with the judges of DSB. And we have with us our judges. Go ahead and popcorn yourselves and introduce yourselves. Hi, guys. I'm Jenga. I'm Sharni.
2: <laughs> Hi, I'm Sharni from ASD Bungerda, Popcorn at Umar.
0: And my name is Umer. I'm from FCB and this podcast.
1: Awesome. Thanks for those wonderful introductions. <laughs> <laughs> so today we are going to delve into uh, what happened at DSB. Uh, so to recap the the placings, uh, first was Fodge with eighty-seven point one seven; second was Alamo with 86.33. Uh, third Ow. was Michigan with 76.83. And the fourth was uh, Virginia Tech, 75.33. Uh, so we definitely see a jump from two to three, a 10-point spread, uh, pretty large. So obviously the top two teams were were a big jump ahead of the rest of the pack, and we will get into that later. So first things first, we'll jump into what the rubric was and what the point totals are, and let's jump into it. So first section is set design, and um, Jugger, you want to take it away?
3: So- Yeah, uh, set design, um, so it was tied up with choreography and creativity, uh, with uh, that being 15 points. And then the next section was the difficulty of choreo being 10 points. Um, Formations, creativity and design, 10 points, and cohesion was 10 points. Um, The set design heavily weighted creativity in this rubric.
0: Yeah, so execution, 40 points overall, with form, 10 points, energy and Nakara, 10 points, team sync, 10, and formations, 10. One thing I did want to just bring everybody's attention to, because it will play a fairly decent amount when we're talking about energy and Nakara later on, and different placings. So, just, I'm going to read through this entire thing. Did the team have consistent energy throughout the performance? Did the team control their energy when necessary did the team display mature nakara and josh was the team having fun did they explain display chemistry through interactions and body language did each dancer bring mature nakara josh and energy to their performance and were the dancers engaging to watch
2: i think the so, biggest thing yeah, to yeah. keep in mind moving forward when we're talking about it is that those two were in the same section with a total of 10 points <laughs> And Sharn- so the last 20 we have for impact, so we have five points going to the intro and the outro of the set, another five points for the music and mix, and that just encompasses, was there a good balance of songs, effects, where songs easily transitioned into each other, and then that last section for the overall impression was 10 points, also labeled overall impression.
1: Awesome. So let's let's get into the... Uh, one thing that I, I just want to make sure we, we, we highlight is the fact that choreography, creativity, choreography and creativity, I should say, and formational creativity and design are the, are the most heavily weighted sections of this rubric uh, in the set design, in the, even it's under that block of set design, uh, 50 points, but those are the two heavily weighted at 15 each. Most of them are at 10 and, you know, just intro, outro and mixer at five so that was just you know what again but I would thank you guys for that so let's jump into talking about placings uh, so first one I want to want to get into is the third place debate between Michigan uh Boiler and Virginia Tech and how you guys uh came to your conclusion and so first things first you guys were you guys were you guys talking about all three uh and you know there was a potential for for the 5th place team to move all the way up to third yeah okay cool uh, you don't see that a lot, and that's that's interesting. Was you know, first thing I want to ask is, it, you know, did Boiler truly have a shot at as the fifth place team, or was that kind of a quick conversation? Did it move on to Virginia Tech versus MBT pretty quickly, or was was Boiler really in it?
0: I would say that um, Boiler kind of dropped out a little quick, fairly quickly, but we did want to like make sure that we covered them because in terms of like you know, spirit of the rubric and like set design stuff, like. They they had like really cool ideas during their Fumania segment. They um they had
2: Fulgari's Fulgarian, Fulga- <laughs>
0: that's how They had Fulgaris. they had, had Fulgari Fulgaris. class and they were doing Fulmonio with like while holding the Fulgari class and holding in between. They had these really cool like mechanisms, formations with them, super fascinating stuff. During their Kunde segment, they had they did like a rail gadi set rail the rail and like they were holding the kunde like kind of like it was a train. Like they had these like really cool ideas. And so that's where their formations and their, um, their formations, their choreography, creativity, that's where they got their bump. But I like, like you said, it was a quick, like, okay. Like, are we sure we like, we want to make sure that we consider everybody that's like kind of in the running, but like, we all kind of very, agreed like for, uh, the execution wasn't there. The energy wasn't there. And it's just like, it's hard to give that team a third placing when like some of the like basics of dancing. There.
3: Yeah. Speaking of energy, I on boiler, um, like it was very apparent that you can see the energy dipped towards like the second half, uh, especially going into the ending, it was like completely down, and then all of a sudden towards the ending, they picked it back up. Um, I had it in my notes as well, and I, when I spoke to them directly, I gave them that feedback as well. Uh, so like my overall comments were that they definitely need to work on energy and synchronization with, within the team. Uh, and I think one point to cover was that in the beginning, um, I did call call somebody out for this, but uh, in the beginning the person did forget the share uh, right at the beginning. So that was one thing also.
2: Yeah, definitely just going off.
1: Got it, got it. Cool. So moving on to the debate between Virginia Tech and Michigan. Uh, I'm looking through the points here and uh, in the in the in the first 50 <laughs> points, you know Michigan looks to be, you know, slightly ahead in almost every section except for actually difficulty. Uh, difficulty, in Michigan is slightly lower, uh, and then in in the sections for execution, Virginia Tech pretty is slightly ahead of in everything except for energy and Nucra. And so, kind of you know, overall impression they're the same. So, if you guys want to start delving into, because so basically what that means is that it was tight. <laughs> so, what was the what was the conversation between Michigan and Virginia Tech? So
3: I'll dive into like Virginia Tech. Like uh, they they started off. Uh, we I, I think all three of us were counting uh, when they started off. They they had about I think twenty four dancers on stage when they started, uh, and they started with the Milla scene, and it looked nice, because um, it, it was different than everybody else. But at the same time, they kind of hid some dancers during that part. There were there were dancers that were slacking, and you could l- r- literally tell. Uh, the difference between the dancers. Uh, so that kind of, um,
2: um, I can speak on MBT a little bit. So I believe I had them up by a point, maybe a little bit over than a point, but yeah, I think when just comparing them, MBT did slightly more creative things in their set with a purpose. So like, for example, um, there are certain things that I remember in the set, like one of the segments the song that was playing that specific phrase literally translated to the circle gets smaller and that's exactly what they did with their formation right so it was something that i was easily yeah
3: the song was "Circle exactly, Short yeah. Ahog, yeah. Yeah. so
2: the circle literally got yeah. smaller you could and i could tell what was happening right away they did something a little bit around that area as well something in Chummer, i believe it was with like a phone little gimmick and they did like a little phone thing which was really like cute, just right in there really quickly. It wasn't anything that was too long and kind of out, drawn out. But, um, you know, there was, you could definitely tell with MBT that they had more creative aspects and they were, everything that they did had a purpose. And one thing I actually really liked with them was, and I appreciate this with most sets that do this, but when we're doing drop, um, prop, drop off or pickup and stuff like that, MBT MBT did a really cool job of having half of the dancers drop off their subs while the other half are still dancing with subs. The half that did drop off subs immediately picked up Kunde and they were kind of dancing with Kunde and subs both on stage. It was a very seamless transition. And then, you know, the other half dropped off, picked up Kunde, and then right away the Kunde segment started. So it was a very seamless transition. There wasn't a lot of time wasted where, you know, everyone, all 12 dancers are going either to the back or the front and, you know, You kind of just have like a couple counts where nothing's really happening so um it's just like little things like that and even in transitions i think that really matters in a set and it's fluidity
0: yeah i think um generally the like if i'm gonna go through my scores or go hold on so the end of the day i think the reason that mbt won out over vtech was creativity they had like their drummers, their drummer choreography was a bit more like like just just that tiny bit touch more creative. Um, the the formations, like they said, the s- circle got smaller, just, and like all there was like little things like that. And VTech, like a lot of their choreography and their formations really fell flat. I mean, like choreography and like formational creativity was not the strong suit. When like I'm going to compare them to Boiler, I mean to Blowout, just I did not speak clear, did not compare them to Blowout. When i was judging but just so listeners can kind of understand like um when vtech did really well at blowout they did well because like their their um synchronization their form their energy like all that stuff was really on point and one thing that vtech was not really on point down with at this competition was energy sync and formational execution things like that um they had like they were, they were generally overall very much weaker dancers at this competition they, they weren't hitting everything especially at the end um uh, for intro outro like i really liked um and didn't really like their intro so much i really liked it i thought it was a really interesting take on a mela like normally Amela, like a lot of teams have these like melee scenes kind of like like cmu 16-esque melee scenes where everybody's like doing their little thing and there's a um share going on but they had like this full like full fleshed out like lived-in scene that was really, really interesting where everybody's doing something. I really like that. But their outro, like you're you're going live you're, if you're gonna do a live segment, like I need energy, I need shoulders, I need facial expressions, I need like overall Josh to be at like 110%. And it fell extremely flat And compar- so like that's why like a lot of, like it wasn't the best taste at the end of the end of the set. Um, some other things that just kind of hit on as going on mbt like you'll you'll see this like mbt had a lot of uh like like not mbt dancers like there were there were um a few rvd a few for the lane and it was very apparent um formation choreography was missed formations were missed like there was just like clear like there are like five different teams on this one team right now they they approach dancing very differently like you could see throughout the performance that the dancer description was crazy like in jumers specifically there was like four like three different teams being represented in the front uh, with the four dancers and like you could tell like oh he's hitting it he's hitting it he's hitting it they have not practiced together a lot and so you're gonna you, you they got a hit on like formation execution uh team sync and things like that um but in a day like you said Sid, like this rubric value creative formations and create and creative choreography and that is where they beat and that is where mbt beat vtech and that is why ultimately like they edged them out by one point i think everybody had mbt or vtech like like one 1.5 points yeah like something like that and so it was a long conversation actually so uh interesting thing that we did at this competition was as we recorded deliberations then after comp after the after we had done deliberations and placings were announced we sent the audio recording to all the teams and like you can tell like Half the comp like half that um deliberations is just like us going back and forth over MBT. Like can we give them like, can we like argue for VT get- going over MBT and then ultimately Yeah.
3: Uh just making point uh, it's not that I didn't like their Middle segment. I liked it it was something that we didn't see in the other teams, right? Midla segment was being done in the beginning. So I liked the idea, but at the same time it was 24 dancers. It should have been like 24 dancers dancing at the same level um what I saw was uh 24 dancers but some of them just not trying it's like you're beginning you're you're opening uh part of your set and you're not trying at all so it that's kind of where it brought it down for me and then towards the ending uh like Umar said they did a live ending so they ended like with music and then they started doing a live ending um but that live ending wasn't well executed it wasn't with energy
0: also about the live ending they took like a really weirdly long break between like when they finished it was like 15 seconds or like I'm just kind of like yeah good job i thought they were over i was like oh i guess they're not doing it this time and that and then and then they're just and then they started playing i was like oh i guess we're doing this
1: awesome that was like honestly I, I, I very much enjoyed that discussion um the I, i'm being serious like the i think i, I think the the judges too often get too much heat and just not understanding how much thought gets put into this stuff, you know, to hear it, to hear it fully. Like, Jugga, you know, we never, we never got to know this stuff back in the day. (laughs) Like, you know, like this never happened. Being able to listen to a judge truly dissect something. Uh, so a, a listener question, uh, out of left field here, was giving MBT third a coming out of retirement present for Auden.
2: Yes,
0: 100%.
2: <laughs> Congratulations,
1: Auden. Happy to, happy to hear he's back on stage. Um, but, yeah, so moving on, moving on here uh, to the first place debate between Alamo and Fodge. Uh, to do a quick recap of the points, Fodge is at 87.17. Alamo is 86.33, so we're we're talking less than a point. Uh, difference in, in terms of the averages. Uh Sharni had Fodge 91 and a half, a 8.5. It's three-point spread. J- Jugga has Alamo 89 and Fodge 86. And Umer has Fodge 84 and Alamo 81 and a um, half. And there were some deductions for Fodge, I think 1.3 or something like that. Uh, for improper handling of Vardi. So I kind of want to just open the floor here and have you guys kind of recap both routines, uh, like before you get into the debate, right? If you guys could kind of give a recap of both routines.
2: Um, I can go ahead and start with Alamo. Um, So Alamo, we, right after they were done, I think we all, all three of us looked at each other and our jaws kind of dropped. They were extremely powerful in their set. Their set was super high energy. They performed to a very good level. Um, you know, their hits were, their drops were very, they hit very hard and, you know, it was just very entertaining to watch, very engaging, all their dancers, you know, knew how to dance properly. And you could tell for sure, um, by the way that they were dancing on stage, um, you know, starting off, they started with, I believe, a dolly on stage. Um, they were sitting for, or they're kneeling, I believe for a little bit. Um, that was something that I think Jaga also brought up in deliberation, we kind of wish they almost did something with more movement maybe like walking on or kind of slowly creeping on from the sides so that was kind of like the intro going into you know the rest of the segments i believe they had Kunde subs, Kunde Jummer, at the mall everything had you know a big drop in there and there weren't really many actual critiques that i had in terms of you know execution because i think we all Decided that they were the best in terms or sorry energy in terms. So they were the best in terms of energy um, You know, they were killing it on all ends every single segment had a drop and you know, they were hitting it with full force and We did it Would that just made it so much more impactful that made it you know the energy really just hit it home for us and at the end of the day Um, You know, the rubric, we really had to sit down with the rubric and kind of look at where most of the points were, you know, geared towards that first point, first place team and set design was 10 points above that execution level where I believe energy um, was placed in that section. So that was really, you know, where most of the debate was coming from. But, you know, points wise, if I'm just talking about Alamo, I really, really enjoyed their set, but you know they did fall flat in terms—not flat, but they did fall short from Fudge in terms of creativity, in terms of their choreo, but mostly for me in terms of their mechanisms within the formations that they did. And um, Omar, you can talk more about Fudge and kind of like the aspects and mechanisms that they were able to present.
0: Yeah. So I I do want to say this, um, like this has been said by like multiple judges on different podcasts, but like just cause your favorite performance is not when your favorite performance is not always when the competition Alamo was my favorite performance. I told, I told Fodge that I told Alamo that. Um, I think, I think what re- really just like what made them lose the competition was the rubric and the wording of the rubric. Um, so to kind of go into like what Fodge had, like I'm said, you and I have both like have talked about Fodge sets in the past and how like there's a lot of like weird, stuff going on like sometimes it's like a lot of like weird cool little golf clap ideas um but they all kind of like mishmash in each other and they don't always like sing for back like like a term like they, they're not really, they don't really stick out and stand out but at this performance i really think fudge had a really nice balance of like they let like they let every single idea like they've pointed a lot of tension on every single little idea and it was very easy to digest the first time around And it was not crowded with all the other ideas. When there was an interesting formation, the only thing that you were focusing on was the interesting formation. When they had a cool choreo variation that like complements the mix, the only thing that was going on was the choreo variation that complements the mix. When they had like a really cool drop, they would do it in place. And the only thing you were focusing on was the drop, not the formation, not everything else. Every single idea was given space to breathe. And I could like intake it and write it down. Like I had many more because I had many more things written down for Fodge that I did for Alamo. Um, even though like Alamo's drops hit harder, they did, absolutely did. But that's not what's on the rubric. What's on the rubric is what were the creative, innovative, fresh, unique ideas? Who Like which team was more? And that's what happened. Like, yeah, Alamo's drops hit harder. Like I had, like you look and look at my thing intro, like intro outro, I had them higher, but it's only four, it's only five points. Like, um, overall impact. Like I think I had them the same, if not Alamo a little higher, like that's only 10 points, but like 15 points for creative formations, 15 points for creative choreography. Like, I can't tell you how many times I was like, like, like when I was on FCB, my big role was like making formations. I loved all the, like, like when they had like, two four corners going into two lines going into an x going to two lines again and then going out of it like it was really like intricate formations that i can tell took a lot of practice in order to get everybody synced up like that it was really interesting to watch um during the drummer segment um the musicality was really interesting they did this thing where um a tumbi was playing and they had like, their their hand flick and then when the dud was playing they did like a tuppies to the dud like I could tell that they were thinking really deeply about the music, what they were doing and like everything that was complimenting that. Um, Yeah. Again, I'm, I'll easily say this. I told them their shit get dropped. It kind of came and went their ending kind of came and went like, did it hit hard? Not so much, but were the ideas there? Absolutely. Were the, were the formations there? Absolutely. And I think that's, that's where they got their points. Like, and um I know this is one question that we got, and I can speak on to this a little bit. Um, one of the big things that <clears throat> when it came to Fodge versus Alamo, there's some confusion about why Fodge had the same energy and nucra score energy score as Alamo. Well, like I said earlier at the, of this earlier in this podcast, energy is both energy and Nucra. Fodge had better Nucra. Alamo had better energy. It kind of just canceled out. And so therefore, they had the same score. Um, so do you want me to talk about Alamo too or just fudge? Okay. So then Alamo, like I said, like I said, they had really, really um, they had, it was an amazing performance. Like it was the honestly the only team that like really like I was like, oh shit, this is like getting my like blood pumping. I was really excited to watch it. Um, they had it was very enjoyable to watch. I one thing I really like wanted to call out is their drummer segment, is that like there are a lot of teams that have like um, like really like, cheesy Jordy interactions, like, last pod with, uh, for Blowout, uh, I'm, I'll am i compare to CMU, like, they had, like, very, like, for lack of a better term, like, uncreative, just, like, typical, like, cutesy, little Jody interactions, but, like, I really liked how, really liked how they did it, how Alamo did it, like, it was, I don't, I don't want to say, like, innovative, like, Jordy interaction, but, it like, it was good, like, it, it wasn't, like, it wasn't, like, panned and cheesy and, like, so, like, clearly staged, it looked, it felt genuine, and I really, really liked it um um they had some, they had some cool formations here and there um at, during their for they had this like arrow formation that transitioned across stage that i really liked um and again their drops hit hard their energy was great their execution was far superior to Fodge, but like that's not where this rubric's heavy points are like those are all tense point sections Fodge's gonna beat you on those 15 point sections um yeah like end of the day like end of the day like listen this was a creative, this is a creative, um, this is a, a creativity based rubric, not an impact based rubric, not an overall impression based rubric, not an execution based rubric. Creativity. Were the ideas more creative? Who had more creative ideas? Fodge did. I think anybody watching this, like and looking at the ideas, not the impact, not how it made you feel, the ideas, Fodge had those. Fodge had more of those. Like, I don't really think that's debatable. And if you think about that and look at the rubric and how much, those sections are weighed i think you'll understand why um Vodge wants competition
1: thank yeah. you Omar. go ahead joga
3: so basically kind of <coughs> so a lot of the points have been hit i kind of want to go <clears throat> when we were making this rubric one question that i asked the uh comp board was are you guys going for a modern or a folk comp or a, like a like what kind of comp you guys are going for their they, their answer was they're going they're heavily focused on creativity slash gimmick or like modern type uh like a semi-modern comp. so that kind of plays a big factor into the rubric the rubric was heavily weighting creativity um and uh the way that i scored Almo was i kind of looked at the set when way they they how they executed it they um from start to finish they were going hard they're like you could tell all the dancers wanted that set uh, that like they were there for that set for that placing uh and it, to me it was like yes this team brought it on <clears throat> and if you look at the points my points were there were only like two points difference between fodge and uh, and almo uh with fodge having a deduction of two points cuz cuz of it what uh, the malfunction um uh, but when I saw Elmo dancing, like like Shani and Umar has said, they had like a lot of uh, like, execution was like far better than any other team. Their set was hard hitting. But I told them in, in our deliberation too that I can be easily swayed into putting fodge up because of the creativity. Uh, Fallage definitely had creative parts to their set. And like, I'm pretty sure we all wrote this. There was a part where I think Umar kind of pointed out there was like a wink part that they did. They played basically played their choreo to the mix they they kind of had ideas that are outside of the box that you haven't seen um so it, this set and in, and in, in like I guess in better words the set was a lot more digestible uh watching live and it was different it was uh it was something that uh, it create it, it catered to the rubric so that's why Fodge kind of took it over in and uh, from Elmo at that point um, but if, if it was, this rubric was based on execution uh, and, and like just energy and stuff, it, I'm pretty sure Almo would have play, uh, like won that competition. Um, but just because of the creativity part, uh just took it.
0: One thing, one, like, so I was talking to a lot of people at the after party and talked to a lot of people after the competition and everybody was very surprised. Like, how did Alamo not win? How did Alamo not win? Um, one, per, one person brought up is like, was Fodge's choreography really that creative really that innovative really that unique I'd argue yes um some people said well, we've seen that from Fodge before but I'm not comparing Fodge to Fodge in the past I'm comparing Fodge to the rest of the teams at this competition and yeah like Fodge was Fodge's approach to choreography creativity um choreography formations was vastly different from everybody else at this competition their creativity was unique and innovative in comparison to every single other team at this competition. I would argue that Alamo had really cool ideas. They had really cool formations, but it was similar to the other teams at this competition. And I think that's also something everybody has to keep in mind. It's like you have to compare to the teams at the comp, not to like creativity as a whole and like... And I think
2: just kind of going off of that, you know, I was at the edge of my seat for Alamo because of their energy and the hard hits that they were you know, executing with their drops, but I was also at the edge of my seat for Fudge with all the crazy mechanisms that they were doing with their choreo and their formations, which is why, you know, as a person, I, and, you know, us decided that Alma was our favorite set as a person. I thought it was the best set, but then you have to look at it as a judge. We have to make sure that, you know, we're abiding to the rubric. We have 10 extra points on the set design part and you know, I was at the edge of my seat for Full because of their creativity. The mechanisms that they were doing were so seamless. They were so fluid. It almost seemed like robotic, but so fluid at the same time. It was very interesting to watch everything play out. And, you know, like Omar was saying before, everything had, you know, a reason to it. There was a purpose to everything. And it was something that didn't take very long for us three to understand. It was pretty um, apparent and, you know, just looking... Back at the rubric it's those 10 points that are weighted higher in the set design part is really where those points for Fudge came from
1: is there was there any any specific point um that uh, that you guys kind of hang hung on questioning you know if you needed to flip Alamo and Fodge? was there anything specific I mean I know you guys covered like the overall right but in your conversations right was there a specific point that you know what kind of like made you hesitate, you know, maybe we should like, because, you know, the conversation is, you know, Fodge's first in points, like we have to have a reason to flip it, right? Was there something that hung there that said, you know what, maybe we should, or was it just, you know what, you know, it's clear that this is how it is. Like, it's not like it's, you, you have to have the conversation. You have a 10 minute conversation to make sure everybody's on the same page. We're all thinking about this correctly. Right. But was there something that, you know, made you guys kind of say, wait a minute. Let's really talk about flipping Alamo.
3: Yeah, so like when we were comparing scores, I I had Elmo first, and uh, when we discussed, and that uh, I am pretty sure it's in the deliberation recording. I said um, I saw Elmo's set as better executed from start to end, and better <clears throat> like far better energy from uh, from Elmo, um, but the way we looked at it was what's being uh, heavily weighted on the rubric. And both Sharni and uh, Umar had foliage winning because of the rubric creativity part. So it wasn't like we talked about it. Yes, we we spent, I think, about at least six, uh, seven to ten minutes on on that discussion. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, uh, the rubric said creativity. So it it wasn't that hard to kind of sway us towards that, that direction.
0: Yeah, I think overall it wasn't, it wasn't really like any specific moments that was like, uh, like I think Alamo should get it. And like, I think that kind of goes back into like how the Ruger said is like, what are the creative moments that you're like, it's like essentially creativity, like all those things are gonna like speak out to you and be like, oh, I remember this and this and this and this and this and this and this, and all these like little things. Alamo really gave us a really strong feeling and made us like remember like like really hitting certain drops but was it wasn't the fact that the drops were insanely creative it was because they hit really hard and that's like more so with their dancing like don't get me don't get me wrong there were a lot of cool stuff they did especially they're like they're like they're turn like they're like they're like jaw like they're everybody turns off and then turns back on hits the drops a lot of cool stuff like that but Again, looking at the rubric, creative like creative moment, like those creative like intricate creativity and things like that. Like they had Forge had more ideas. So that is
1: great. Um, thank you guys for all that. Do you guys have any other? I um, before I ask that question, because we're, we're now moving on to listener questions. Um, one question that that came up: uh, Does adding English songs affect the grading of teams in any way? Um.
0: Yeah, I give him more points.
1: <laughs> nah, man. See, it's
3: like, yeah, it doesn't matter as long as the choreo fits well to the music. and you're, It's not taking away from your performance. It, you can, you can do yeah. use, using using really it's, it. it's fine.
0: Listen, D- DDR dance to K, DDR dance to K-pop earlier this season. I loved it. It was great. Um. Uh, the more like different music you get in, the more like interesting your mix becomes. um So, yeah, I don't know. I don't think it. I don't. I mean, like, listen. If you're at a folk comp, like a like if you're at MCB, like yeah, sure, that's gonna hurt you. Like this comp, that's not gonna hurt you. Depends on your depends on the competition.
1: Okay. That that, <laughs> that,
0: that, that. Yeah. 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 Uh,
1: yeah. I don't know that 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 the question came from but i would say that yeah i, I kind of want to speak on it just a just general no statement if i may that is like what you're what you dance to your mix you want your dancers to connect to it right so if your dancers are going to get hype with a drake lyric in there throw it in there right if your dancers aren't going to get hyped by it then don't throw it in there right but it allows the dancers to connect more to it so so do it, right? Don't don't deprive your dancers of stuff, stuff like that, right? And then, you know, back back whenever I was a captain, you know, the guys would come with me, come to me with like, "Yo, yeah, we got to listen to this song and put this beat in the mix." It's like, you know, I can't just force something, but you know, if that's going to get them up and have that little extra bit of you know balance and luchuk and that that wanting to be there, like that that's a boost to your team. So, you know, uh, as Umar said, if I'm, I I do remember, and Juggie, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Gary put that in the rubric for Motor City, like no English lyrics. Otherwise, it's like automatic deductions. Uh, that's something that I do remember hearing about. You know, so it does, you know, it, 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 for that, you know, you shouldn't do it. But, you know, if it gets your team going, like we, we've we've seen it in almost every team, you know, Drake lyric, lyric making it in there. I'm sure all the Detroit teams have used Eminem at some point. It's like a way to connect to you and your people and your team, right? So. Uh, you know, don't, you know, don't, 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 uh, put a leash on that for no reason. It's kind of where I'm going with that. Listen, so um, I'm going
0: to, I'm going to go to MCP and put like Latin music in my mix. and be like, It's not English.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You'll do tech time and then it'll kick you out. You won't even like- <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. So, uh, any other highlights you guys want to kind of you know, give shout outs to any, any teams, any dancers, any uh, choreo ideas segment something that you guys want to shout out as highlights uh i want g-
0: like i really like
1: i'll go for it Sorry, i want to give a shout yeah.
3: out to fudge so Their good. Share was like oh my god it, it was like yeah it, it started the performance with they started with the, the the share and that kind of just kind of shook you it like the way it was spoken the way like it ended it it was great it was like the best, I guess the best shade for the night.
0: <laughs> I love Boiler's performance. I loved it. It was so good. Like it, it's really cool to see like uh, uh like a relatively younger team like just like bring it with the ideas. Like I I want everybody to go watch the performance. I think uh I think it'll be up. It'll be up by the time this podcast comes out. Um go watch the performance. Like the rail good D segment, hmm. So good there for money the money the full money segment I was like, oh I like I haven't seen like not props used in a really long time but like but it turns like like they used like something really cool and they, they didn't just like bring it out and just like flail it around everywhere like they like did it incorporated into incorporated into the choreography and I was like, well I like, I haven't seen anything like that in like a minute. so it was really really cool and uh, I really want to make sure that they know that like
2: um actually one thing I will say is just for the comp as a whole. Uh, very impressive the way the board handled the whole show. It was very efficient. I believe we started or we ended at like 8.30 maybe the show. Ended judges meeting. Yeah, ended judges meeting at like 10.30. So everything was super efficient. Teams were going. They ended. The next team would be ready to go. So it was very, very efficient. And, you know, this was their first time running the comp. So it was really well organized and planned out. Um. Very seamless, I would say. Yeah.
0: The comp, like, oh uh, Like, I don't understand why, like, any any competition with, like, eight teams and, like, two exhibition acts long, lasts longer than two and a half hours. Like, that shouldn't happen. And so this comp was just like, nah, everything's here. We're getting you out of here. Everybody's out. I was like, I have never been to a competition where I'm, like, relaxing with all my friends after the judges meetings are all over, and just like having a good time. And then I go to the after party and I exactly like, enjoy the entire experience. Like I've, I've never had that. So this was really, really nice. Yeah, really they,
3: they did not do the sponsor. Yeah, it was, really good. it <laughs> was like teams after teams. It was good. They yeah. kept it going. <laughs> <laughs> this, the props to them though, they, uh, uh, I heard that they were all sponsor ran uh, comp. It wasn't affiliated with a school. so. Props to them being a, such a young team running this comp, they did a great job.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's great to hear that, uh, that it was really, 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 really well ran. You guys had a great time. You guys love the committee. They got stuff done on time. You know, I, I hope that more teams apply next year. Right. And they grow as a comp, but given the fact that you guys have run a, you know, from me to the DSP committee, the fact that you guys have run a sick comp first year, there's no reason why teams should not apply, you know, next year. So. I think hopefully one, you guys get a lot yeah. more apps next year
0: I think one thing to think about for teams that are competing next year and are going to Bruin I think this is a great place this is a great staging ground this is a great place like I know like I know fod uh, can I say this I'm gonna say this and then I'll ask them if and if the a lineup comes out then like I'll keep it in but like Fodge and Alamo City are both going to Bruin um uh like they both were here they both like got a of a chance to test out the set and like get good, get feedback from, uh, judges and, um, test everything out. Like, I think there's a great comp for like anybody like thinking about going to Bruin and, and like testing out ideas. So like I say, like, I really think like this comp should like be better attended and like be a bit more hype next year for sure.
1: Sweet man. With that, thank you for listening to another episode of the Barda podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with uh, someone who you think would get great value out of listening to the podcast. Please subscribe to our uh, email list, join the Discord, do all that good stuff to make Umar happy, and uh, subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen, go ahead and hit the like button, subscribe, make a comment. That would, again, make Umar feel really good about himself. So with that, thank you very much and have a great evening.